Welcome to episode 50 of Instant Expertise Marketing. We appreciate you listening in. Today, Sherry and I will finally get to the fun part of telling your brand story, which is connecting the dots in your creative. This is part three of four in our series of how to tell a brand story. In this third installment, we're gonna go over how to put that first draft together and show you how to tap into the work that you completed in parts one and two. I'm Yvette Brown, co-founder of Xpromos. I became an entrepreneur at 23 by starting a promotions agency with my then 29-year-old business partner, Sherry Nomadi. And I'm Sherry Nomadi. If you guys have listened before, you sure know that Yvette and I approach business from opposite ends of the spectrum. But, you know, we do always come to the same conclusions on how we help our clients succeed. Before we get started, I do want to acknowledge this mini milestone of ours. Today is our 50th podcast episode. So Yvette, congratulations. Hey, back at you, Sherry. And I am glad you mentioned that. Um, I took the opportunity since the big 50 came up here to look at the details. We actually started this podcast in 2018. So it has taken us three years to get these 50 done. But I think the journey has been worth the effort. And I think that the next 50 are going to be done within a year if we keep up this pace and stick to our plan. That's right, Yvette. I did think that we might have gotten here faster, but that's how it is in business. Priorities do get sidetracked when lots of business comes along. <laughs> that's very, that's very true. And, you know, that's a, that's, as they say, that's a good problem to have. That's right. So at the end of the day, though, I think we both always kind of had this urge to come back to the platform and get back to it. We never quit on it. We never gave up. And we're we're here with you guys to help you in the long run. That's right. And here we are today. And we're still telling the brand story part three. Okay, so let's get to it. So, of course, before we go on, we're going to give you a quick recap. Why -hmm. should you tell a brand story? because stories are the way that we as people are used to hearing um, and they help us connect emotionally, okay? So you wanna tell a story because when you tell a story, people remember it. We remember things as people, as humans that we are connected to emotionally. So therefore the idea is that stories about brands help prospects and customers more deeply connect. And therefore, you're going to build a stronger relationship, which ideally leads to sales and retention. And before, you know, if before we go on, if you want to get a deeper dive into the neuroscience and the research behind that, just check out the blog at xpromos.com for details. And all uh, three parts are up there now, and we'll have four up there by next week. We have talked previously about the unique selling propositions or the USPs. And building that USP of yours gives you the pieces of information that you're going to use for your brand story. So if you haven't done the USP, now it's time to get to it. (laughs) That's absolutely true. Assuming that you've done your homework and you've gathered those details, you can now take a crack at the story. But before you do, I actually do have a quick story. No, Yvette, please tell me it's not the hairbrush story again, because we've told that one a few times now. Yep. No, no, no. This one isn't about the hairbrush, but it is about home improvements. Okay. Okay. It occurred to me that building your story brand is like repainting a room in your house. You know, when you take on that DIY project, 
you end up spending this ridiculous amount of time on the prep work to ensure your success. You take out the furniture, you cover the floor, you take the little socket things out, you put that blue tape all on the edges to make sure you have clean lines. It's tedious and it's a time suck because you're ready for the transformation and all you wanna do is get to the good stuff. I think the fun part is getting that paint up on the walls and experiencing the transformation, but you can't do it until you go through the tedious work. You know, that's very true. And then the paint gets all the glory, even though there was so much work and prep that went into it to get there. I think, I think you actually nailed it, Sherry. The research and prep does the heavy lifting, but the paints or the creative in this case gets the glory, okay? When you guys are done, people are gonna love your new brand story tagline and they'll say, oh, that just summed you up perfectly. And they'll think it took um, just a little bit of effort and it must've been easy because it's just a few words long. But in reality, it's perfect because you put in the work to know your audience, and your brand and the problem it solves before you ever tried to write your brand story. Exactly right, Yvette. So we're just going to go ahead and assume that all of our listeners did their homework to figure out all those details. And now they're ready to put it all together. So let's walk them through the seven steps of connecting the dots. Okay, great idea. And I do have to say, I don't know why there's always seven steps. It just turns out that way. I don't know. It's just what happens. So step one in this case is decide who you are targeting. And I know you're maybe thinking that's super obvious, but if you listen to part one of our um, series, you know that you can actually write, write a brand story for different audiences. And maybe that might be because your you know, brand team is not real keen on overhauling all the message and you want to start with a niche audience or an ABM audience or somebody else. The point is, before you start this process, know who you're writing about. That's right. And step two is use those key learnings to fill in the two points of your story. So you have a character, the hero of your story has a problem. Of course, we're talking about the problem that your brand solves, right? Exactly. If you're, uh, you don't want to talk about their problems that you can't solve. Right. This That's is right. specifically your story. <laughs> you get to talk about the problem that your brand solves. And speaking of your brand, happy day. You finally get to talk about it in step three. Okay. This is where your hero meets a guide. That's you and gives them a plan. That's about your product and calls them to action. This is you introducing yourself to the hero with a plan to fix their problem. If they follow your plan. And step four is where you start sketching out the impact of your plan for the hero. It's a plan that results in success and most importantly, it helps them avoid failure. In that last Mad Lib part of the story, you describe their transformation from pain to joy in a very specific time frame. That's, that's exactly right, Sherry. And um, one more thing, just as a reminder, as we've been talking about, um, I know we want to be really positive in the marketing community and we want to talk about how people can get better, they can do things faster and all of that. But every study shows that what's going to resonate better, give you better results is when you talk about 
how people can run from their pain. Okay. Mm -hmm. Avoiding pain is a lot more of an enticement than running towards pleasure. That's just kind of how our brain works. So anyway, you're not done yet. Okay. You might be thinking, oh, good. Like I got my stepson. You did. But step five is about the review process. You have to review your framework. We want you to look at your answers, look at your Mad Lib, take that first sketch, kind of step back a little bit, tighten it up a little bit with a little bit of edits. We don't want you to overdo it at this point, but we just want to give it that one last run through. That's right. And step six, it's really easy. We want you to walk away and sleep on it. Just let the story settle in your mind for a bit. I know there's a lot of super type A's out there and they want to just go, are you familiar with them, Sherry, at all? Yeah, I know how you feel. And you just want to hit that publish button and go, look, I did it. I got it done. But really, honestly, you do need to do step six and just let it sit for at least 24 hours, come back, read it. And you would be amazed at the things that you can polish up and tighten and just make it so much better. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, Sherry. That step six, walking away, is really critical. You have to let your story marinate before you take another crack at it. But when you're ready, okay, and sometimes for some people, for some of us, that might be it sits for a few days. For others, it, you know, you might be cracking and ready to get at it the next day. But when you're ready, you can move on to step seven, which is revisiting your story. This is where we like to take a walk in the prospect's shoes. This is a story, right? So imagine your story in real life, okay? Be the persona with the pain and imagine how they would engage or you're suggesting that they engage with your brand to fix their problem. Think about how that would make their life better. And on a deeper level that you've already figured out in your USP workshop, how it would be way better, like on that deeper level. Okay. Once you do that, you can finally think about their transformation. Okay. And after you've done that in your mind, you can get back to your draft and work out any revisions into your story. Then congratulations. You've connected the dots of your brand story and you're done. Well, I mean, sort of. The story isn't meant for public consumption. It's meant to act really as your marketing communication guide. That's a really important point, Sherry. This is your secret weapon that makes the rest of your communications easy, okay? This is sort of like the game plan. This is the overarching story that, depending on whether this is your overall story or a niche story, for whomever you've decided, this is the story that becomes the plan that helps you move forward. That's right. It's kind of like, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Because in the next step, you want to use your story to create all your supporting pieces and don't deviate from it. Stick to the story. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, in the case of if this is your main brand story, there's four key pieces of information that you can build from this story that is kind of, you know, common um, or what we typically do um, for a client is number one is to create the about us section on your website. Okay. Number two is it becomes a boilerplate section for your press releases. Now, naturally, as you can see, the about us is sort of like the longer section. The boilerplate is sort of like that middle size section. You know, it's usually like a long paragraph in most um, press releases. The third use is an elevator pitch. And if you don't know what an elevator pitch is, it's basically that 
two sentences that sums up exactly what you um, do and what your company is about. We call it an elevator pitch because it's, you know, uh, you have to be able to communicate that in the time that you would get into an elevator with people. Of course, we don't do that right now with people, but if we did, that would be what the elevator pitch is. And then lastly, it's the tagline for your brand. And a good tagline is gonna be, you know, a half dozen words or less, um, like a billboard. So you can see how the process goes. You have this, you know, story that you've sketched out that you're really confident that tells that tells how this particular audience will resonate emotionally with your brand, with the problem you solve, and how you transform things for them. And then you drill it down into the about us. Here's what we do. Because again, about us is really about you, the prospect. The boilerplate, same thing, a little bit longer, you know, a little shorter than the about us. Then you hone that statement down into the elevator pitch, and then you hone it down even further to create your tagline. Now, if this brand story is for a narrower audience, you can use it to support your creative. So that might be your social posts, your paid ads, webinars, nurture streams, blogs, whatever it is that you're using for Marcom. That's how you ensure that you emotionally connect with your target audience. Yep, that's it. So that is a wrap on how to connect the dots of your brand story. Next week, we're going to finish the series on brand stories by showing you how you build creative for the long run. That's where we're going to get back into talking about those um, four things that uh, we mentioned that you can get out of your brand story and some of those other things that you can repurpose um, for the niche audiences. Well, if you're interested in accelerating the development of your brand story, we can help. If you need a resource to crystallize your brand story, check out our offer in the show notes or just reach out to us at xpromos.com. Awesome. And before we go, one quick thing, based on when we are recording this, I do have to share. If those of you are watching on YouTube, you can see I have my Trevor Zegras um, jersey behind me. And this is the day I need to give props to young Mr. Zegras, who scored what they call the Michigan goal last night. Um, in a uh, live NHL game. And that is where you make a uh, lacrosse type move and go behind the net and score. And basically no one else in the NHL has done that before. I bring it up because Trevor is a, you know, wonderkin, I'm super excited that he plays for the Ducks, but really this kid is full of energy. He's passionate about his career. He is dedicated to his craft in that he spends hours and hours and hours every day doing all sorts of um, perfecting the way that he can handle a puck. And in a real game, he's not afraid to try new things. And I tip my hat to Mr. Zegers today, and he is an inspiration for everyone who wants to follow that sort of same path. If you're dedicated to your craft, you're passionate about your work, and you're willing to try new things, you too can score a Michigan in an NHL game. So as always, thank you for listening, and thanks for being here to celebrate our 50th episode.